Oh, boy. Oh, yeah, I need this. Okay. Uh, it's Monday, and it's the CXM experience. And as we have been doing regularly for a while now, um, welcoming Neha, the breath yogi, is going to be with us today. Uh, and um, uh, welcome, Neha. I've got a few things to sort of just kind of just kind of keep everyone sort of in the loop on. So you may hear screaming, yelling, and a lot of loud noises and sounds like water and people in the background. Uh, so unplanned uh, or not well planned or something. I can't remember. The word planning is in there somewhere with some kind of negative word in front of it. Um, we're cleaning the floors of the house right now. So Stanley Steamer is here pouring water through the house and cleaning uh, all the tiles and uh, having a grand old time. Uh, so exactly the type of uh, background you would want for your uh, breath <laughs> yogi session. But actually, in some ways, I mean, maybe it is, maybe it is fortunate because, you know, water is pouring through the house. It's uh, cleansing. Uh, we're, you know, moving the dirt off the tiles. It's a, a new beginning. So kind of we'll use that as the analogy. And so, so Neha, today, today is kind of the, and uh, one of our April episodes. And I understand that April is stress awareness month. So That's talk right. a little bit about mm-hmm. that. What does that mean? And, and what are you doing for stress awareness month? Well, um, I'm facilitating a few workshops and I'm excited about that. And I'm taking a few days off. I'm doing a workshop myself. So I'm looking forward to mm. that. And yeah, I think it's important to talk about stress because it's ubiquitous now, right? Like it's so everybody's experiencing it. And I think there's a lot of different ways to define it. But um, uh, I thought it'd be a good opportunity to talk about it, touch upon it and, you know, have our listeners also sort of weigh in and weigh in on it. Interesting. You know, I was talking to my Pilates coach the other day and we were just talking about stress and music and stuff. And she had the most interesting story for me. So she said that she has... Uh, a song, and I, I'm not going to talk about the song right now because it's not important what the song is. But it's a song that's important to her. Um, but she has this song that she sort of thought was a good song, and she really liked it, and made it always made her feel really calm. And so she started listening to that song over and over again. And uh, and she she had um, had this interesting example of a kind of measurement where she had a Garmin watch, and the Garmin watch measured her stress levels and kind of her you know uh, heart rate and also her blood pressure and all that kind of stuff. And then she lost the Garmin watch, right? Mm-hmm. And so, so she was at the very beginning of beginning to listen to this music because her rates were not good. They were very high and she was very, very stressed and very anxious and having trouble focusing and all this kind of stuff. And then and she lost the Garmin watch, but she continued listening to the music and she didn't buy another smartwatch. So she went for a while. In fact, if, if, if I recall correctly, she said she went for two years. And then she was getting her car cleaned, like a deep clean on her car, and they found the Garmin she watch was in her car the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah, that and, uh, yeah, I guess so. I, I, I try not to be too judgmental on it, but I don't understand how you lose a watch in a car for two years, but whatever. She lost the car. <laughs> she found it again. That's all that matters, right? So she found the yeah. Garmin watch again, yeah. puts it back on, okay, and she's been listening to the same music now for two years. Huh? Uh-huh. And, you know, making some other minor lifestyle changes, but not much. I mean, she was like, she's very, she's like a Pilates coach. So she was continuing to do that. So she's not, it's not like she like lost 50 pounds or anything. She's like still doing her normal sort of relatively physically fit life. 
And so she puts this Garmin watch back on, and uh, her stress levels have dramatically dropped mm-hmm. from the where they were two years ago. And she says mm-hmm. the only real change she made was listening to this music, which is, I thought, that was kind of interesting. And so, you know, I've, I guess I've gone through periods where I sometimes do that, but I don't know. What, when, you, when you talk to a, cus- you know, a client who's got a lot of stress in their life and there's really, you know, not that there's anyone like that right now in society, but you know, um, I, heard, I heard rumors. There's a guy out in, in Boise. Um, but, but when you have someone in that condition, like what kind of advice do you give them? How do you help them figure out the way for them to manage stress in a way that works for them personally? I think it starts with self-awareness, hmm. right? You have to become aware of what is causing me stress. When do I get stressed? And like start to recognize it in your body. And the more you can recognize the stress signatures, then you can have more control over it. So the first step would be to just become aware and then also to just kind of, you know, get a neutral perspective. Stress is a part of life. Not all stress is bad, right? There's something called good stress. Uh, Stress in short bursts can help you focus, you know, can help you get that creative juices flowing in the short term but stress over a long period of time is not is not great it's very detrimental to our health on many levels so just to kind of have like a bigger perspective that hey if you're a human being and you're going through something like a human experience stress is bound to happen right stress is a part of life the problem becomes when we have stress high levels of stress over an elongated period of time then the fundamentally the body starts to kind of also go into a disease state, you know, and I read this thing, which was really interesting and it actually made a lot of sense. It's like nothing needs to happen for health to happen, but something needs to happen for disease to happen. Wow. Right. Wow. That's profound. Huh? You're Isn't right. Like, yeah. Yeah. No, that is really profound. Huh. Yeah. So some like we're naturally healthy, but then over a period of time, you have like so much cortisol, you know, flowing through your system and your neuron, you know, your nervous system starts to kind of adapt to that. And then that leads to a whole host of changes. And we know now that approximately 60 to 80 percent of all disease um, has underlying element of stress, you know, so um, stress is a big thing. So I start with. First of all, being like, hey, you're not the only one, right? Everybody's mm-hmm. experiencing stress, so there's nothing abnormal about it. Second, let's try to understand what's causing it. You know, what's causing you stress, and what happens when you feel stressed, and what's the impact of that. And then, depending on, you know, usually they'll have some other sort of thing going on, like their sleep might be disturbed, or. Um, so, for example, like the testosterone levels might be getting impacted or they have high level of anxiety that's preventing them from, you know, just going about and doing their normal thing. Social anxiety. So depending on all of the things that are happening, then we make a comprehensive plan for them and see how they respond to different modalities and eventually get them better. Hmm, I like that. Yeah, I went through I went through a really, really intense probably a year, year and a half. Uh, and it's funny because as you, as you get deeper and deeper into it, it's just hard to escape. You know, I think that one of the challenges when you're in a high stress situation is that 
you do adapt to it, like you get used to it. And even though you know it's going on, it's, it's a little hard to know how to escape. And then suddenly you have to escape. And, right. uh, and I essentially changed my entire life. So, uh, but it was, um, but it was very hard to get to that point. And I think that, and it's funny cause I've been meditating for a long time and, you know, doing, I did Pilates for a really long time. And mm-hmm. I was just actually mm-hmm. a period where I wasn't doing Pilates, but, uh, but you know, just like I'd moved, I was in a new city, things were really different. And I, I think when you lose a lot of your regular support systems and a lot of your regular go-tos, it becomes easier to sort of fall prey to that. And, uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's uh, dangerous. Yeah, and I think there's this element of, you know, in the yogic tradition, they would call something in English, I would say the word would be self-reflection. So it's important to reflect on the day. It's important to reflect on the inner workings, you know, like what's going on inside me. And I somehow feel like today all our focus is on the outside and we feel stressed and we keep responding to what's happening outside. We keep looking for the solution outside. But I think we have to kind of first become aware of, oh, today I felt this because of this. So you you, you have to understand yourself. You know, self-awareness is like the foundation of what's causing stress in your life. Yeah, that because, makes a lot of sense. Yeah. How do you and deal with stress? What, I mean, so you, you, I, you, shared, you shared a lot of stories with us over the last few weeks. And you've had yeah. some, you know, pretty intense stressors. How do you deal with stress? What's your go-to plan on stress management? So currently, it's, you know, it's a combination. I do my breath work. I have a very robust breath work practice, right? Like I am a stern believer in if I'm not doing something, I have no business telling other people to do it, right? That's fair. I like that. I like that. Yeah. So I practice Practice what you preach. Yeah. Exactly. So I have like, I have a two hour meditation breath work practice in the morning and then I have a one and a half hour practice in the afternoon. So I do that, right? Wow. And then um, I love working Say that again. (laughs) <laughs> what like two and how, a half? how much breathing practice do you do so i i, I have a two hour practice in the morning and two hour practice in the morning but wow that is awesome i'm so <laughs> jealous oh my god <laughs> well you can learn it all too and two hours though that's so amazing okay and then in the afternoon an hour and a half you because you give yourself a break right taking it easy on yourself in the afternoon just an hour and a half like in the evening, when it's an hour oh, and a half okay. in the evening, right. yeah, right. in the okay. evening, yeah, yeah. But then I also love kickboxing, and I also love oh, yoga wow. sculpt. I I am a yoga sculpt instructor as well, but so I love my weights and I love hot hot yoga. So I like I I do that. So I either do strength training or some form of kickboxing or yoga sculpt. So it's like a combination of those things. Well, you must be in wicked shape. I mean, I don't know, but yeah, I feel like. If, I mean, I think it stems from this fact that I can't tell anybody to do something if I'm not doing it myself, right? Yeah, like, I have no business. That's great. Like, I if that's it. just a principle, like, I like to follow, that I wouldn't want to learn from someone who's just advising and not doing, who's not eating their own medicine. So I think it's like, for me, it's like amazing because it's like, it's my job to do that. It's great. <laughs> so, so it's not a strain on my time or anything it's that something is, i need to do that's amazing and and just also just for completeness like how many bottles of jack daniels a week <laughs> okay two i, I guess that's I, I heard two in that laugh <laughs> none no no okay sure oh. <laughs> how about just the little ones like the airplane ones just a couple of those no, maybe? I, i've been i've been alcohol free for since 2007 at wow. Least. Okay. That's a yeah, long time. Like, 
No, no, no alcohol, no, no tea, no coffee. No tea or coffee. Yeah. Like herbal like tea, though, right? Herbal tea, yeah, yeah, herbal tea, whatever. Yeah. Did you hear that? The Stanley Steamer folks just the turned their water off. The stress went away. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the floors are clean. Oh, my gosh. Floor I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to walk out. Of course, everything's probably moved around, so I can't even imagine what things look like. Okay. Well, that's great. Well, that's, that is awesome. Well, okay. Well, so I'm not doing two hours in the morning and an hour and a half at night, but um, I am doing an hour of Pilates every morning. That's good. That's good. Every morning. So that's not bad, right? And that's kind of a lot of work. That's and great. I got to work on the evening. I got to work on the evening. So um, very inspiring. And okay, like so. even, even if it's like five, 10 minutes, just taking a moment to kind of like reflect on how the day was hmm. and how I felt through the day. I mean, and if something stands out, it's an opportunity for you to, for everyone to kind of like look into, okay, what, what happened that made me feel this way? Yeah. So a high level of self-awareness can is actually the first fundamental step to kind of being truly empowered. Yeah, I think that's the thing I like about Pilates is that Pilates forces you to be self-aware of your body, right? Like a really mm-hmm. good, it depends on the coach, right? Yeah. So I don't, I don't love Pilates classes because people don't do them correctly. But if you have a yeah. good one-on-one coach, that person will be like, you know, move your sacrum this way or, you know, and it's minor, like one inch or half an inch moves sometimes that make a lot of difference, but you become very aware of yourself. And I find that that physical self-awareness will help me stay more mentally Mm self-aware. And it's like, I find that when I get super stressed, I get separated from my body. I become like a brain on a stick you know, that kind of mm, feeling. Mm. And then, and then when that happens, I start, started losing track of everything. Uh, but if I can stay connected to my body, then I find it easier to stay connected to myself. And I don't know, it might just be me, but I, I have found that to be helpful. And I know when I, I know when I start to lose it and I, I had to, I, I had to work to not let that happen. Um, okay. Cool. No, but so, like what, what, what you're defining is like this, there's a theory called in neuroscience called polyvagal theory. And yeah. that's exactly what happens. The first response is immobilization, you know, like you're under a stressful situation and you're immobile. Like you, ex- you express that as feeling like a head on a stick, right? Like you're disconnected with your body. But the second phase is mobilization. You feel it in your body. So if we can strengthen this connection between the mind and the body on a regular basis, and then you can start to, even before you get to that, immobilized sort of state if you can start to recognize the signs of stress in your body then you can get ahead of that game so uh you're right like every emotion has a corresponding physical sensation and every emotion has a corresponding rhythm in the breath so let me ask you how do you breathe when you're angry oh interesting why don't we get angry Actually, literally, that's what people say is weird about me. When people like, it was actually a situation I was in recently where someone said, uh, yeah, the weird thing about grad. And I was actually, I was talking to my, to my girlfriend and, um, and I I was relating the story. I said, yeah, I had this really interesting meeting today. And she said, yeah, what's that? And I said, well, all these people were just talking about stuff. And then one person said, yeah, the really weird thing about grad is blank. And I said, can you guess what they said? And she goes, oh yeah, you never get angry. I'm like, yeah, that's exactly what they said. <laughs> and, and I said, that's is that nice. really like my defining characteristic? And she goes, yeah, it's super weird. Like you never get angry. And, and I don't really get angry. So I don't have a breath for anger. 
Um, but I do have a breath. Let's see. I do have a breath for um, when something happens that might be a problem. Okay. So when a problem comes in, I do deliberately breathe more slowly to calm myself so that I don't narrow my vision. Right. So I want to make sure that as, as a problem approaches me, that I stay as calm as possible so that I have the greatest range of possible responses available to me. Cause That's if you, my, if you get too mm-hmm. stressed on a problem, you, your, you know, your, your vision like literally narrows. Sometimes you can actually feel it narrowing and then you just like focus on just the only way to do it. But there's almost always a solution to problems. It's just mm-hmm. the challenge is finding the solution and solutions are sometimes non-obvious. So you've got to be very, very open-minded to be able to do that. And you can only stay open-minded if you stay calm. In my experience, you can only stay open-minded if you stay calm. So I do have a breath for that that I'm very aware mm-hmm. of. Um, but I'm not sure but, I have a lot but, of other breaths that I'm no, aware but of. You, I'm aware of. Like, but usually speaking, when people are angry, they'll breathe short and shallow. You know, the body that makes temperature sense. is yeah. increasing. And when somebody's really excited, like you're walking in, in Walmart like you were this morning, and there you meet your friend after 20 years, you're like, oh, are you serious? You're here? Like, you see, when you're excited, your inhalation is pronounced. Right? And, and you've heard of the term called a sigh of relief. Like you're worried about yeah, something right, and right. everything goes vile. So it's like the exhalation is more pronounced. So I want you to experiment on this. We'll talk about yeah, it next week. Yeah. Right. I'm start like, being more aware of this. Okay. Yeah. So there's sigh a of relief. Actually, I, I did breathe a sigh of relief on something last week. Um, uh-huh. and I, you're right. I did do that actually. Now that I think about it. So, okay, good. Well, let's, I'm going to play with that. It's good. Well, let's, let's do, uh, let's do something for today. I could really, I've had kind of a good day, but kind of a weird day in some ways. So I could use, uh, some good, uh, breathing guided meditation or whatever you want to take us through to, sure. to start our Monday off and to start a week off to have a terrific week. It's a, it's a spring is blooming kind of week, you know, or spring is coming soon. And uh, I guess spring is here, actually. So summer's coming soon. Uh, but uh, just as April is always a great month. I love April. Okay. So how much time do I have? Like 10, 10 minutes. minutes? Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So as I was saying, this breath and emotional connection is a two-way connection. So when you change the rhythm in your breath, just like you were saying, you start to breathe slowly, it changes the state of your mind. It can actually calm you down by getting the you know parasympathetic nervous system to kick in Got so it. let's start today okay, I'm we're gonna, gonna i'm do... gonna go on mute because okay. now they're doing something that seems like the main stanley steamer it's like a stanley steamer <laughs> commercial i'm doing right now it seems like the main stanley steamer like mobile water unit seems to have closed down but now there's another sound going on out there which sounds kind of like a vacuum uh so but anyway we're just gonna i'm gonna turn sounds, go on mute and i'm yeah. following along and you'll see me uh following along with you so go ahead now okay Okay, so today we're going to learn something very, very simple, something that's accessible to you with eyes closed and eyes open. It's called the 16-second breath. We'll be breathing in and out of the nose. So let's start. And for the purpose of this exercise, you can either keep your eyes open or I recommend them. Recommend you close them. Place your palms on your thighs open to the ceiling. And just for a moment, bring your attention inwards and just notice the natural rhythm in your breath. How are you breathing right this moment? What's happening? Is the breath long and smooth? Is it short and choppy? 
What's the temperature of the breath that's moving in and out of your nose? Is it cool? And let's become aware of the state of your mind. How are you feeling right this moment? What's going on in the mind? Is there is it too busy? Is it quiet? No, we're just simply becoming aware. And let's take a deep breath in. And let it go. And on my count through the nose for the 16 second breath. Breathe in. Two. Three, four, hold the breath in, two, three, four, breathe out, two, three, four, five, six, hold the breath out, two, breathe in, two, three, four, hold, two, three, four, breathe out, two, Three, four, five, six. Hold the breath out. Two, breathe in. Let the air fill your belly. Breathe into the chest till your collarbones lift up. Hold the breath. Two, three, four. Breathe out. Gently pull the navel in. Breathe out for a little longer. Hold the breath out. Two, last few rounds. Breathe in. Two, three, four. Hold. Two, three, four. Breathe out. Two, three, four, five, six. Hold. Two, breathe in. Keep the body relaxed as you're breathing in. Do not tense the body. Hold. Even as you're holding, keep your body relaxed. And as you breathe out, Gently pull the navel in, breathe out for a little longer, hold the breath out, two, breathe in, two, three, four, hold, two, three, four, breathe out, two, three, four, five, six, hold, two, breathe in, two, three, Four, hold, two, three, four, breathe out, two, three, four, five, six, hold, two, breathe in, two, three, four, hold, two, three, four, breathe out, two, three, four, five, Six, hold, two, last three rounds, breathe in, keep the body relaxed, breathe in till your collarbones lift up, hold the breath, two, three, four, breathe out, two, three, four, five, six, hold, two, breathe in, two, three, four, Hold, two, three, four, breathe out, two, three, four, five, six, hold, two, last one, breathe in, 
full breath in till your collarbones lift up hold the breath 2 3 4 breathe out 2 3 4 5 6 hold 2 and relax let the breath return to normal continue to sit easily and comfortably and for a moment bring your attention inwards and now observe the quality of your breath notice how you're breathing right this moment maybe the breath is a little more deeper a little bit more smooth then notice the state of your mind notice how you're feeling right this moment then take a deep breath in and slowly breathe out relax we'll do a short body scan meditation well if you're able to follow along that's great if not then also it's great don't worry So let's begin sit easily and comfortably with your spine straight back rested shoulders relaxed and palms open to the ceiling your feet are firmly placed on the floor and take a deep breath in and as you breathe out spread your toes and place them on the ground feel that contact with the floor and become aware of your feet our breath and our attention can automatically dissolve the stress from the body so we'll take our focused attention to different parts of the body one by one so become aware of your ankles lower legs knees thighs and hips pelvic region abdomen and lower back stomach and navel region the middle back chest and upper back right shoulder and right arm left shoulder and left arm throat and neck your face the top of your head the back of your head your ears and breathe in Then, as you slowly breathe out through the nose, become aware of your whole body. Your whole body. 
then locate any area of discomfort bring your attention to any area of discomfort in the body maybe there's some lower back pain or maybe there's some tightness in the chest maybe the shoulders and neck are feeling a little tight to bring your attention to the area of discomfort and if there is none just bring your attention to your chest region and keeping your attention there take a deep breath in hold the breath and let that feeling of discomfort increase and consolidate then very very slowly breathe out through the nose and notice as you're breathing out that discomfort starts to dissipate so let's do this one more time full attention in the area of discomfort or the center of your chest take a deep breath in hold the breath and let that area, that feeling of discomfort increase keep holding the breath and very very slowly breathe out through the nose and notice as you're breathing out the tension is also dissipating every single incoming breath is energizing our body and every single outgoing breath is bringing relaxation and relief take a normal breath in then as you breathe out relax and drop all your effort for a few seconds and slowly and gradually becoming aware of your body and surroundings take another breath in and as you breathe out maybe wiggle your toes bring your palms together gently rub them generate some heat and place them on your eyes let the eyes absorb the heat relax the eyes and when you're ready you can slowly open the eyes I hope you enjoyed that. Oh, that was great. I still got a long day ahead and I really needed that. And now all the, all the other noises have also gone away. So it's like I entered <laughs> chaos and we went through this exercise and then exiting and the little birds are chirping and it's all perfect. That was amazing. Yeah. So everybody else, have a great Monday. Have a great week. And um, for some of you, it's quarter end. Uh, anyone who's a sprinklerite, I know the next two or three weeks are going to be busy. Use the techniques that Neha is showing you and just taking you through to breathe through the challenges and tensions ahead. All right, okay. Neha, have a great week. week. Okay. Thanks, Greg. Bye. Bye. Well, you know, wait a second. I forgot to do my sign-off. So hang on a second. Okay. Just okay. stay here. It's like, okay. Because okay. people used to me saying, I uh, have my official sign-off. So, okay. so we say goodbye. So just hold on a second. So first of all, I want to thank my weekly guest, 
Neha the Breath Yogi for uh, I'm so relaxed. I completely <laughs> forgot what I was doing. And, um, anyway, I want to thank my uh, thank Neha the Breath Yogi for taking us through our weekly exercises. Fantastic, and also a great discussion at the beginning. I really enjoyed. And for the CXM experience, uh, I'm Grad Khan CXO at Sprinkler, and I'll see you next time.